We are live from Milpitas, California, and today I am here with Ian Angelo, and we are going to be discussing the world of sports, but primarily an emphasis on the National Basketball Association, the bubble, the Los Angeles Lakers, the Golden State Warriors, of course, being in the Bay Area, and Giannis from the Milwaukee Bucks. So, I think the biggest question of all is the Orlando Magic and the Milwaukee Bucks. The Orlando Magic, they did not have Aaron Gordon and I think Michael Carter-Williams, if I believe he's on the team. Not mm-hmm. sure. Might need to fact check that. Those two were out and they still beat the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis is an MVP caliber player, obviously, a 2019 MVP. What do you think is going on in that locker room internally, if there's anything going on? But specifically, do we need to click the panic button, or are we just overreacting? Well, first of all, I want to see how much money could have won <laughs> if somebody betted to win the Orlando Magic winning game one. Because I think, if yeah, you just told me, about this series, I think two days ago or one day ago, this was the series that you would talk about least, right? Absolutely. I mean, this is the number one seed in the East versus the number the eighth seed in the East. Arguably, I think you brought it up. It's like, this is probably... Orlando was probably the worst team in the playoffs. Oh, yeah. Like, I think the Pelicans would, would have been deserving more of Memphis, right? In the West. We, we always talk about the West, but this is Orlando... Which is funny, because technically they have home court. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, I don't think it's time to panic. Uh, Definitely. This is one game. So, yeah, Orlando Magic right now, at this recording of this date, they're up 1-0. I checked the box scores. I didn't watch the game. But I think if we know the Bucks are who they thought (laughs) they were, they should... No, it's... One through, can, one through ten scale of panic is like a three. A three. Gotcha. How about for you? What, do you, what would you uh, scale it? One through ten. Yeah, I think I, I have to agree with you on this one. I think there probably isn't much of a panic button here. But mm-hmm. so if a little bit of background, additional background information. So I'm a Warriors fan, <laughs> right? And now everyone's probably going to say, oh, bad wagoner, this, this bougie fan. Oh, uh, this KD fan. No, I mean, I, I followed the Warriors back in, you know, the We Believe days and um, been following them for a long time. So, um, obviously, to see their rise with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and what they've done in the draft, and yada, 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 right? We can go on or whatever. But in the situation, in terms of draft picks and kind of options for the Warriors moving forward, there's been rumor talks that we could land... <laughs> Giannis, right? And so, are things going according to plan for Warriors fans? Or, uh, again, should I just take a step back and just relax? I think that's the thing. Well, you can say us, but definitely you. Or I think people that saw this game, Orlando Magic's winning the win, the people that kept an eye on this game, I I think it's both Milwaukee fans, because this is their team, but two, and foremost, it's going to be Warriors fans. And you being one, and us <laughs> talking about this topic in the Bay Area, yeah, I think it's 
it's according to plan for the Warriors. I think if you're a Warriors fan, you're pulling for anybody but Milwaukee to win. Because this is the idea of, you know, we want to grab Giannis Atacucupo <laughs> to the Warriors. And if they don't make it to the NBA Finals, not or at least the Eastern Conference Finals, it's going to be a win for the Warriors. <laughs> yeah, this is so crazy to fathom uh, kind of what's going on right now. But I, I don't know, but I think it's it's weird the Warriors see them in the draft lottery. Right? Like, this this team is ultimately a dynasty, and you're telling me they're about to get the number one overall pick? Like, that's it. That's outrageous, right? Like, how unfair is that with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, and hopefully a healthy Draymond Green coming back, and you have a number one pick? Are the Warriors coming back to a full dynasty? Or is this team getting a little bit older and... Um, Maybe the legs aren't under them anymore, and the, the league is developing, and superstars are coming out. Can the Warriors maintain their dynasty, or have we seen the good days already? I think as Warriors fans going into the season, we were expecting at least going to the playoffs, right? You know, we had Clay Thompson probably going to be out uh, for the majority of the season, but we still had Steph and then Draymond and the crew. But then Steph Curry got hurt. Then you know, backpedaled us all the way to a lottery team now. Um, definitely, here in a few days, we'll find out what <laughs> pick the Warriors actually get, which is going to be fun. Um, I think as long as they make a move as far as a high caliber player, I think we're right. When I say where, I think the Warriors are right in it. Um, as long as you have Clay and Steph and Draymond. You get another piece. You could arguably say right now, with Andrew Wiggins, we could be a top five in the West. Top five in the West. I mean, the West is stacked. Very much so. Um, guards, we no doubt have the best guards. Best backcourt? Yeah, I think so. I think it's just all about front court. Like right now, we saw the game when we played the Lakers. We got our teeth punched in. <laughs> JaVale and Dwight is just, I mean, NAD. Come on now. Right. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I think definitely if we get a top three pick, the Warriors are back. The Warriors are back? I think so. And we could go into the rabbit hole of who, who, what we should do with that pick. Right. And I think to, to maybe go back, would that be something that you prefer specifically to take that pick, develop him in a Golden State system like that? Or look at other options in terms of Giannis or any other free agent that might be out there. And again, rumor talks, maybe that first round pick, a Draymond or Andrew Wiggins or that or Pascal or it's, it's kind of all over the place. But um, knowing that, you know, we, we bred Clay Thompson and, and Draymond Green from the ground up, it just shows. And we won that 2015 title you know, if you if you build your players right, anything can happen. So thoughts? I think we're having this so much of the Warriors potentially getting Giannis. It's Giannis or Buzz. Right. I think, yeah, if we get a top three pick, a top five pick, if we don't get Giannis to the Warriors in this offseason, it's a Buzz. So with that being said, I don't know. I think 
if we have a top three pick and me knowing the potential for those top three pick, because by the way, I'm a Hawks fan, yeah. so gonna be great. But on to the point of the Warriors here. Um, I say we can't trade that pick for Giannis. I'd say we keep it. It might not put us to be the outright favorite to beat the Lakers or to be NBA championship and become that dynasty of going back to the finals. But if you're telling me the top three players right now, I'd say and uh, going to the into the draft is Lamelo Ball, the uh, Anthony Edwards kid, and let's just say who's that Memphis guy. On top of my head, but I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah. So, any, anyway, we get top three. I, I'd say you develop them because I think Clay and Steph still has at least three years, and if that third year that player Lamelo Ball or Anthony Edwards is not the player that we thought they were, I hate to say it, it's just like yeah. it is what it is. So that's kind of our, our thoughts about the Warriors. But but moving on to who's actually in the playoffs. <laughs> the team's actually, actually in the bubble. The teams that actually matter, right? I know, right? <laughs> right now in the 2020 season. So pretty much, Marlon, we just, for the first eight minutes of this podcast, if you're not a Warriors fan, you probably just clapped. You probably logged out. <laughs> you probably logged out. You're like, oh, man, I'm done. They don't even know anything about sports, right? But um, all right, so actually moving on to, to what matters and who's actually playing King James. Los Angeles Lakers, Los Angeles Clippers. Is that your Western Conference Finals? I think it has to be. There was so much hype, and it's still a lot of hype now. You could argue the Clippers are the most deep team, but with the Lakers, you have two of the arguably top three, top five players in the league. Yeah, they, the hype is there, and they should live up to the hype of going to the finals, or what, uh, Western Conference Finals. The Clippers and the Lakers. How much of King James' legacy is on the line this year in the bubble with the team that is surrounding him to win a championship? Or uh, individually, how much of an impact will this season have on him? It always has an impact on LeBron James. Last year, him not making it to the playoffs was huge. Um... This year, them being number one seed in the West, they're the Lakers. R.I.P. Kobe Bryant with the whole Lakers situation. I think I don't remember another time that has been this huge of a magnifying glass on LeBron James. I really don't. Because before, yeah, you have the story of Steph Curry and the Warriors being a juggernaut. And, well, the last five years, it was like the Warriors juggernaut, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant. But right now... I mean, you could say Giannis, you could say Kawhi Leonard, but I think the whole NBA world is waiting for LeBron James to bring a home, a title back to Laker Nation. Right, uh, absolutely. What I'm hearing in on different social media apps and going on Bleacher Report, for example, two specific NBA players that I heard from, Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson. Again, this is not a Warriors bias, it's just... What's on my social media feed, but damn it, it's probably a lot of Warriors, so moving on. Kevin Durant predicted the NBA Finals will be the Milwaukee Bucks and Los Angeles Clippers. And wow. Wow. to back it up, Clay, Clay Thompson said the same exact thing as well. Mm. Us as outsiders have this belief of maybe, you know, 
what we want to perceive as uh, individual players and team chemistry and how great they are. But maybe playing in the NBA and knowing the behind-the-scenes scoop, could there be something there that maybe just that we don't see? Like, are the Lakers, do they have that poise to take it to the next level? Or, um, you know, is are the Clippers, will they... Will they truly prevail, and will Kawhi Leonard establish his legacy as potentially one of the greats? I mean, I mean, yeah, two players that we admire a lot, Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant here. I think the hype emotionally, you want the, the NBA world wants the Lakers to win, right? But I think if you're going to put pressure and not put your emotions aside, I think the Clippers should have as much pressure as the Lakers because I think they're the most deep team in the league. Their secondary could literally be a starting five. Um, so I don't know where this... I mean, all, all everyone's eyes on King James, but I think if the Clippers don't make it to the Western Conference or to the finals and win it all, I think it's an upsetting season. I think we should put as much blame as in Kawhi Leonard and Paul George too, as much as LeBron. Because, bruh, this team is stacked. And both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George chose to be to the to the Clippers, right? right? Just like LeBron and people want to give flack to LeBron of getting AD, but it's like, bro, no. Kawhi Leonard, you had Toronto. You had a championship team. Yeah. Paul George, you were running away from trouble. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think the Clippers should win it too. It's like 1A, 1B, Lakers and the Clips. It's, it's kind of funny how... In sports, probably in hockey, in soccer, it the teams aren't weighed equally, right? And so there's usually specific teams that have this massive firepower. For example, like the West Coast, like we're talking about the Western Conference right now mm-hmm. and how competitive this is. But in the Eastern Conference, we're expecting Milwaukee to be in the in the in the finals, right? Like, are we? Should this be a coast? The Toronto Raptors do look good. But should this ultimately be a lock for the Milwaukee Bucks? Or is that too much to say? I think that's too much to say. Because, well, right now we're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks being 0-1. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. The Toronto Raptors looks like they didn't slow down. Of course, Gordon Hayward got hurt, which is unfortunate. Um, I mean, of course, Ben Simmons being out. Like, everything is on its path for uh, Milwaukee to win it, right? right. Um but like anything else, I think the team that gets out of the East, it might be a similar situation as last year, where Toronto got out from the East, uns- I don't want to say unscathed, but yeah, unscathed, and we got here, the Warriors just beat up, because there was a ringer, right? Yeah. You could say, yeah, multiple years of finals, but here and there, but arguably, we have the Lakers not having Rondo. Whoever comes out of the West, I think if they come... Not 100%. You could see another Toronto Raptors winning. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. Um, Steph Curry's 10-0 against Damian Lillard. Just have to put it out there. <laughs> but with this matchup coming on tonight, again, man, I I can't say how much Dame is, is killing the game right now, man. He's putting up 50-point games, 60-point games, following up with 30s and 40s. And he's the bubble MVP. Could he 
do something in the series. Potentially, I know he's going to carry his weight, and he probably could drop 30, 40, maybe shoot 50. Yeah. But can he will his team past the Los Angeles Lakers and potentially get to the finals? Or am I this is all imagination? No, no, no. You hear it here first, on the record. <laughs> Pun intended. No, the Blazers are not going to the finals. Right? Are they getting um, out of the first round? No. Heck no. I could bet my life on it. Because, okay, again, just like we want the Laker Nation to win, we want Giannis to take the crown, we need to pump the brakes. All right? I'm pulling a, a Jalen <laughs> <Jaylen laughs> Rose here. We need to pump the brakes on... On the Trailblazers, Dame Lillard needs to score 50-something in order for them to beat Brooklyn, to beat Memphis. I don't know about you, but they don't have LeBron James or Anthony Davis on that team. No doubt, I think they might have the best guards, like Dame Lillard CJ McCollum, even though CJ is not 100%. With the Warriors being out, Steph Curry not being there. Yeah, you could say, arguably, they have the best guards. Russell Westbrook, not 100%. Harden. The point guard position, no doubt when they play the Lakers, they have the advantage. But where I'm coming from is who's going to stop 23 and Anthony Davis? Damon Lillard's not going to stop. <laughs> and I hate to say it, but I feel like the forward position in the NBA in today's NBA is so important. With that being said, I think it's Lakers and five. What do you there think? You have it. That, that's Ian's take and I think I'm, I'm going to have to agree with this one. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a sweep. If Lakers mm-hmm. go forward now and um, they, they clean up real quick. Uh, I Again, Dave is a, an amazing player and he's making his case, as always, of who he is and how of an all-star caliber player that he is. But, again, you brought up great points. He He's doing this ultimately kind of by himself. Mm-hmm. right? There's not much help that he's getting from a not 100% McCollum and, and Nurkic. Again, he had a, a, an amazing performance you know, a couple couple nights ago, very heartwarming. Um, but besides that, man, bench-wise, it's just, they're not getting much production. And again, with this Laker team, you, you need God. God needs to be in your starting lineup to have any sort of chance to get through the Lakers, and that's not going to happen, so... Here, let me ask you this, Marlon. Like, do people not remember? I mean, I don't know what they're. I remember last year, Damon Lillard saying goodbye to Paul George and OKC, or was it Thunder? Whoever he shot that over, yeah. he said goodbye. We're talking about a Trailblazers team that went to the Western Conference Finals. Like, that's a big deal, right? Yeah. But like, my question is, what happened? They got Whiteside. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. all these... Um, of course, the West, we always say is stacked, but this is a team... You could say that I I don't believe in the Trailblazers. Some way, somehow, they're... They're the Trailblazers. Last year, they got swept by the... Un, a KD-less Warriors. KD-less. Like, KD I, wasn't even there. And, and in, like, almost every game, they had, what, at least a 20-point lead? Yeah, they had a chance at some point way, lead, somehow. something. <laughs> Yeah, some way, somehow. So that's what I'm saying. Like, of course, I love Damon Lillard. Everybody does. But it's just, I don't know, who's their coach? 
Scott. Guys? Is it Scott? Scott Terry? Scott Giles? Something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Either way, it's like this is the Blazers team that we had. You know, everyone likes to pull for, but then when the playoff comes or when it matters most, it just they just come up short. And I think that's what's gonna happen. It's it's funny that you you say that because Charles Barkley on TNT. I literally just got an alert from my phone. This is exactly what he said. He said Blazers in four. Barkley <laughs> says if Blazers win game one, they're going to sweep the Lakers. Game one is always the most toss up. No, no. Stop, Barkley. No. no. Game one, if the, if the Blazers win, it's going to be like an Orlando. Do you really still think Orlando's going to take it out? Maybe. But game one is is your one chance that the, the un. I think game three always decides. Do you, you know think? I mean? No, I absolutely no. I agree, and I think it's kind of ridiculous for Chuck to say <laughs> that. Um, but that's what kind of makes the basketball world so enticing. Yeah. Do you think that this there's really no home court advantage, right? Yeah, you say Giannis, <laughs> the Milwaukee Bucks are at home, but yeah. when you just look at the screen, it says go Milwaukee, <laughs> but with no legit fans or the the place that everyone's at is so it's the same, right? Yeah. You're playing on the same court. You're going to be saying you're playing on the same court for the entire playoffs. Yeah. Does that make a difference? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Because I heard this on the Ben Simmons podcast a couple of days ago. After two games, you're not hopping on a plane. <laughs> yeah. You you could keep your same routine. Um, it sucks for those teams that, you know, for Milwaukee and Lakers getting a home court advantage. But in a sense, I... I I kind of like it a little bit better. Because I think this truly shows who's the better skilled. I agree. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I I like that swing and that emotional swing of, you know, home core and just the rowdiness of the crowd could literally pick you back up. You could arguably say, you know, Toronto last year. It's like every time they played at Toronto, it was rocking. They would go down 0-2, but that mental... that. That ego of, I'm going home now. Yeah. And I got my fans behind me to carry me back and win two games. Yeah. When when you go down 0-2 in the situation, exactly, you you, you said it perfectly, you're in the same place. Think- like, the only difference is your, is your jersey color. That's all that's going to change. <laughs> is your jersey color going to prevail yeah. you to, to win games? Yeah. Like, and, I, and I think that just shows with game one of the Orlando and Milwaukee series. I'm not saying that they could have won, but... Come on, if there were, if Orlando was really at Milwaukee and there was no bubble, you could say it was nearly impossible. But of course, it's like, yeah, it's like so neutral. You don't get that hype, you know, of anything really. So. Right. And then I guess this is probably uh, the last thing for, for the NBA, but Dallas Mavericks. Mm. Uh, Christoph Porzingis. <laughs> yeah. Was that weak? I think so, but you gotta give resp- not responsibility, but yeah, you get you get you you have to look at Christoph Porzingis and be like, nah, bro, you you have you you fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> you had a one technical already. You should have never went in. Uh, don't give the refs a reason. Exactly. To, don't give it to their to hands. Go. Yeah. Um, but to say that they had a chance, yeah, they had a chance. I think that's the, the most. In- First round, I think that's the series everyone's going to look at. Because it's fun. You got Kristaps, you got 
uh, Luca, and you know you got the Clippers. It was a very close game, and I think with Kristaps, arguably, something could have happened. I think the results probably could have swayed the other way. Yeah, Kristaps was he was feeling it last night too. So. Could have, would have, would have. You know what I mean? Oh, of course, should have. Right. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm making a side bet right now with me and my brother. I think the Clippers should make it faster, and that's hard to say because yeah, they are playing a great Mavericks team, but. I think it's just going to show how deep, deep they are. Because I don't see another 20-plus point other than Luca and uh, the Unicorn, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I can see that from three other guys in the Clippers. So, yeah, we're going to stop it here. Um, do you? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think uh, we'll be back right after... Like a 30-second commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you have it. Um, we're going to end the episode here. Uh, we talked about basketball, and it's just the beginning. Um, there's many sports that's in the upcoming weeks and days here that we're going to talk about. Of course, NFL season's up around the corner. We'll definitely talk about that. It's going to be fun. Fantasy season, baseball, and other sports that you care about. Thank you for listening. If you made it this far... Hope you guys like our hot takes on the NBA season. And yeah, comment if you like and tune in to next time. Thanks for listening, guys. Later.